Hey, this is Leash, and if this is your first time hearing my voice, where have you been? <laughs> Seriously, though, I'd like to know how you found me, so leave a comment and welcome in. And for all of you lovely returning talkers, thank you for joining me yet again. Um, so let's go ahead and open in prayer. Abba, thank you for drawing these beautiful people to our talk today. I pray that you bless every listener and that you grant them with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Open the eyes of the understanding so they can have true enlightenment. Let them know the hope to which you've called them and the riches of your glorious inheritance in the saints. Let them know and fully understand the immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing greatness of your power that is in us who believe. All glory and praise unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> All right, so this talk today is focusing on the importance of our testimony. Uh, last talk, I shared a bit of mine with you, and today I want us to examine what the scripture says and supports in regards to testifying. Some basics to know about me first, especially if you're a first-time listener or if you're a long-time watcher but simply don't listen. <laughs> Y'all, we'll catch that later. But the number one thing is that I believe everything that the Word of God says there is no adding to or removing from it. His word is his word is his word, period. Okay? Number two, just because I'm speaking on something that you may be dealing or struggling with, it doesn't mean that I'm talking down to you or that I feel better in any way or that I feel that I am better in any way. I think too often when someone's giving a message that may be hard to receive, instead of dealing with our own convictions, we turn on the messenger. So I'm clearing the air here and now. <laughs> if you're feeling... That way, you actually may need to check your heart and see what's going on because the Holy Spirit may be trying to lead you in this area. So definitely take it up with him, not me. <laughs> and then number three, I do love each and every one of you. Remember this, remember this when we're debating in the comments later, okay? <laughs> and so if you like what you hear so far, go ahead, like subscribe, share, and rate the show. It helps out a ton and it allows our community to grow. Um, if you're watching this on Instagram or YouTube, leave a comment. I respond to everyone. All right, so let's get into it. So what exactly is a testimony? Merriam-Webster 1828 version defines this as a solemn declaration, verbal or written, to establish some facts to give testimony for the purpose of communicating to others a knowledge of something not known to them. Also to bear witness to, to support the truth of by testimony. So basically a testimony is one person telling another person about something that has happened. As Christians, our testimony bears the truth that God exists and he moves on the behalf of his people because of his love for us. Why is sharing your testimony necessary? So in John 4, we see Jesus traveling the Galilee. Along the way there, he passes through Samaria and encounters a Samaritan woman. Now, if you don't know, Jews and Samaritans, they did not associate at all. Think Republicans and Democrats. I'm not really sure who's worse, but you, you probably get the idea. So Jesus meets a Samaritan woman at the well and asks for a drink. This was a huge no-no back in that time. So the woman says, you're a Jew and you're asking me? And Jesus simply answers, if you knew the gifts of God and who asked you for a drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Now to this, she responded, sir, you don't even have anything to draw with. And this is a deep well. 
where is this water <laughs> that you're talking about? Where are you getting this from? Uh, so <laughs> Jesus goes on to tell her that once she drinks, she'll never thirst again, and it will be a well of water springing into everlasting life. The woman asks for the water, and then Jesus reads her in the best way he could possibly read her, in a, the most loving manner. Jesus tells her to get her husband a major key. She admits she isn't married. This allowed Jesus to further her testimony. So he says, you're right. You've had five, and the one you're with now is not your husband. Now the woman is blown. This stranger called out her entire situation in just a matter of moments, but he's not done. The woman then projected onto him, which I think we all do at some times, especially when someone could be reading you and it's in a way that gets down. You're not ready for it yet. Um, but sometimes that happens, but sometimes it's necessary. Oh, I'm not going to say sometimes. A lot of times it's necessary to grow. <laughs> and sometimes it'll be that person close to you. But the point is that she said, I see and understand that you're a prophet. My granddaddy then worshiped here, but you Jews say that Jerusalem is the only place worship is accepted. So she's kind of like diverting from her, right? Now she's trying to flip it back to him. But Jesus says, a time is coming when you'll worship the Father anywhere. The time is now when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking these people as his worshipers. And so to this, the woman replied, I know that Messiah is coming who called Christ and he'll tell us everything. Jesus said, I am he. Then the woman left her water part. Now, remind you, she went to the well because there's some significance about why she was in the well in the middle of the day. And I'm not going to go into all of that right now. <laughs> but the fact that she left what she originally came there for and she went into the sittings into the city saying, come on, y'all. This man told me everything about himself. I'm sure he's the Christ. And then they went with her back to him. And that's not all, though. Many of them believed just because of her testimony saying, he told me all I ever did. So before they even heard a word of him, they believed. And when they got to him and they asked him to stay, many more believed because of his words. That's whoa, like, that's whoa right there. <laughs> because of one woman's encounter, many believed and many more were able to believe because they followed her to hear him. There are a ton of takeaways from this story, but let's focus on the testimony part, okay? So <laughs> in the beginning of John 4, it says that Jesus needed to go through Samaria. As we just saw, it's because the woman in her town needed the testimony of Jesus. When she encountered him, she didn't lie. She allowed herself to be vulnerable. She could have said, my husband is away. Because, I mean, that's what people do, right? They don't want people to know they're single. They don't want people to know whatever. She could have said that. She didn't. She could have said, I'll grab him. She didn't. This honesty allowed Christ to reveal himself to her. And as a result, a whole city was saved. In order to have an effectual testimony, you have to be willing to get real with Jesus and yourself. <laughs> you remaining covered doesn't help anyone. You can try to make everything look beautiful or you can be real raw and open and show that God uses people where they're at. He looks at the heart and your spirit, clearly. <laughs> but seriously, though, how can someone know that Jesus delivers from pornography addiction, from drugs, from lying, from premarital sex, unless you, the vessel, share what you're dealing with? Our testimony can 
and will save those around us. Because as you see, sis got everyone around her excited and believing. But how can anyone know unless you tell your story? And you can't tell your story coding it. You can't tell your story making everything look beautiful and perfect because everyone's not beautiful and perfect. The majority of people are not beautiful and perfect. Let me rephrase that. No one without God is perfect. <laughs> so you're probably thinking, okay, got it. We need to share the testimony. It's important to share the testimony. How do I know when to share my testimony and how do I do it? It's simple. Um, <laughs> if we learned anything from John 4, it's that there's never a wrong time to share it. Of course, be led by the Holy Spirit in all that you do. But literally, whether you're just meeting someone or if you've known them for years, Share what God has done for you and who he is and what he is doing for you now. Because whether they receive what you plant in them today or tomorrow or the day after that, the fact is that you planted that seed of hope and truth and it will reaffirm them if the heart is receiving. That's it. Yes, I need to change my smoke alarm batteries, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But no, that concludes this talk today. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me at Leash Talks. Um, everything will be in the description link below. I also have created a Christian community on Discord. The link for that is in the description. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you? That he has a plan just for your life? If not, I'm here to introduce you to the greatest gift you'll ever receive. If yes, do you truly believe that God loves you? Because he does so, so much. So much so that he allowed you to stumble on this show today so that you have an opportunity to reconcile with him right now. For all have fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. God loves you so much that he sent his son to redeem us from this death and translates us into his kingdom where we truly reign in this life and the next. Jesus, do a quick work in this listener's heart. If they have not received Christ as their Lord and Savior, I pray that they will do so now. If you'd like to receive this gift that God has for you, say this with your heart out loud and believe. That's it. <laughs> Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash and cleanse me. Set me free. Thank you for dying for me. I believe that you're risen and coming back for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved, I am born again, and heaven is now my home because I have Jesus in my heart. If you said that prayer with me, you are saved. Always run to God, not from him, because he loves you and has a great plan for your life. So thanks for hanging with me today. If you're still here, chances are you either really like my voice or you enjoy listening today or maybe both. <laughs> Go ahead and subscribe for future shows and follow me outside of the studio, Instagram and Twitter at at Leash Talks. And all of this is in the show description box. And I will catch you all very, very soon.